Merry Christmas, Traveler's Blueprint community. I'm Elliot Shibley, and with me in perpetuity is the fatherly Bob Domena. Thank you, Elliot, and Merry Christmas to everyone listening to this show. So today we have a very special episode, and today's guest is a personal favorite of mine and Elliot's, and I just want to thank him so much for coming on our show today. We understand that he's on an incredibly tight schedule right now, uh, preparing for a very, very big night. And Elliot and I are extremely excited to sit down and talk with him and learn more about how he does his traveling. So without further introduction, please give a warm welcome to our next guest, the Santa Claus. Welcome to the Traveler's Blueprint. Start designing your next adventure. Welcome to the show. Can I call you Mr. Claus or do you go by Santa? I think everybody commonly refers to you as Santa or Chris Kringle. Uh, yes. Chris Kringle is my real name, but many, many people call me Santa. Either one is fine. Chris or Santa. Okay, okay, good to know. Um, we will go by Santa for the remainder of the podcast. <laughs> But it is, it is my pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on the show. I don't get to speak to people too often. It's typically elves, uh, reindeer, or the missus. But it's nice to take a respite from the chaos. The elves are constantly bugging me about some toy that's broken or who's supposed to be where on the naughty or nice list. Okay, well, I, I won't hold up too much of your time, but before uh, we get into it, or to start, I just want to say the reason that we have you on is because you are arguably the most well-traveled individual on Earth. And to prove that, I just want to throw out some, some stats that Elliot and I worked on with some of the brightest minds that we know, which actually is not many. So, Elliot, why don't you tell them what we came up with? All right, so... Let's just work out what we kind of worked out. So there are approximately 7.5 billion people on Earth. Uh, of that, about 2 billion celebrate Christmas. And if you take out, like, the adults, um, there's only about 380 to 400 million children, the good and the bad, so the people that get cold too, right? Um, so of those 380 million, there's you factor in that there's about 3.75 kids per house on average across the world which is 100 million dwellings across seven continents. So if he logistically starts in the east and travels west, it works out that he has about 31 hours of night to reach 100 million houses. So that's about... Doable. Right, yeah, totally. Like, I mean, if I weren't if I weren't lazy, I could probably do that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you and I could probably do that in like 12 hours. But anyway, that's... It's about three quarters of a mile between dwellings. That's what we estimated. Um, and that's about 75 million miles per year. 75 million miles per year. And he's been, you've been doing it, right, Santa? You've been doing this for a thousand years, give or take a few decades. Um, and if you factor in population growth, you've traveled approximately 20 billion miles. I mean, I don't know if you've calculated that at all, but that means you could have traveled to every single planet in our solar system twice and get back to Earth. Those are some incredible stats. And so, uh, <clears throat> Santa, first, can you write me the uh, the pre-workout brand you provide your reindeer? I'm really curious how they have all that energy. Uh, but how in the world do you travel the world in one night? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Honestly, that's because you guys are using Newtonian physics and Einstein's string theory. I mean, even if you tried to apply quantum wave theory, it's just, I, I can't even begin to explain to you what enables me to travel to all of those houses in one night. I mean, you just wouldn't be able to comprehend it. All right, so what do you feel about NORAD tracking you? I mean, the, the NORAD, you know, the tracking website, you know about them, right? Well, of course I do. How do you feel about them tracking you for 60 years? Honestly, I feel like I don't have any kind of privacy anymore. Uh, but I get it. People, people get excited. And honestly, it's not really even accurate. Between the three of us, I just put a decoy sleigh on autopilot. It's the second string reindeer team. Whoa. All right. And it's, it's <clears throat> I guess, sort of sad and interesting to hear that the data sharing and <clears throat> online... Um, information being made public is even affecting Santa. Uh, what has the world come to? But I guess, you know, we're not going to understand it fully. We're just mere uh, humans, but Peons. let's not even get into it. <laughs> so what kind of preparation do you go through prior to, you know, your travels, starting in Australia and then, and then moving across the planet? Well, I mean, you guys did some of the math. You, like... Obviously, I do have only 31 hours, and that is of straight working. So, to stay awake, I typically bring a bunch of hot green tea in a thermos. It's my favorite. It keeps me awake for 31 hours nonstop. Um, usually some chocolate. It's one of my favorite foods. Pineapple chunks. You may not know this, but that does help to keep you awake. And my, my other personal favorite that's not a sweet is turkey legs. Even though... Turkey does have tryptophan. The protein really keeps my energy up. <laughs> so you you bring turkey legs on the sled with you. How many legs do you bring? Uh, usually about four turkeys. So <laughs> eight legs. Wow, wow, that's really weird and interesting. <laughs> yeah, I am not. I'm not vegetarian and I'm not vegan. I don't have anything against it, but I like to eat meat. Okay, and do you pack any extra clothes? <laughs> no. I mean, you would not believe how comfortable that robe is. That is the only time of the year I get to wear it, and it gets me so excited to put it on. The missus makes me a new one every year, and it is a blend of alpaca fur, down from ducks, not horses, unicorn hair, very difficult to get, and you can only get it traveling like I do, and the secret is chinchilla hair. All of these animals are grown in a geodesic dome on the North Pole. You'll never find the dome, though. <laughs> and all the animals are very well trained. They're domesticated, and they are—they live a very comfortable life. Okay, dude, that sounds—that sounds comfortable. Like I have a robe. It's—I mean, I bought it for one of your parties, Bob. It's a Star Wars robe. I wear it every once in a while. It's—I think it's cotton, but that sounds amazing. Well, yeah, I was following him. You know, the, al the alpaca hair is very interesting. And we're going to go to Peru. We can get one of those. Ours is just going to be lacking that unicorn hair. Santa, when you say when you say unicorn, do you mean narwhal? Because I know narwhals are up there and they have like that one horn. No, no. Like real unicorns. Real ones. We're going to have to find this geodesic dome. Clearly. I got... Yeah. Yeah. Santa's holding out. So, all right. So, Santa, I've got to ask you... Um, you're flying constantly. It doesn't seem like you have a lot of time for pit stops. 
I have to ask, you're constantly on the move, going in and out of ha- people's houses, uh, which I think could be a separate question in its own, but how do you go to the bathroom? Do you have time to do that? And, I mean, to add on to that, Bob, obviously number ones are kind of easy, because granted you're a guy, but what about the number two? Well, mm, most years I take modium, and I can usually last without taking a number two. But sometimes the two sneaks through, and I just use one of the house's bathrooms. I mean, after all those cookies and milk, of which, by the way, I am lactose intolerant, but I love, I love the milk. Uh, So I usually also, forgot to mention this, I usually pack a ton of lactase pills with me. Uh, So yeah, again, the ones are easy, but the twos are usually, if it happens, in the house. But I I am very clean. Nobody knows, ever. (laughs) Alright, well, I guess... I mean, I have no idea. Maybe he's used your house, Bob. Uh, Santa, you're more than welcome to use my house. Just make sure you don't clog my toilet. All right, Santa, where is your favorite place to drop gifts? I mean, you get to go all over the world. Hmm, this is a tough one. But if you were to take my lactase pills away, I'd say Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico, mainly because of the bioluminescent bay. I get to see that at night. It's a nice little light-up area. And plus, that was there way before light, so... They were pretty cool to see, and it's just so, always so beautiful. You know, getting a recommendation from Santa to go to Puerto Rico might just push me to go there myself. I have yet to visit that island, and I would like to do that one day. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'll I'll take your word on it. So, what city has the cleanest living rooms? You know, I would prefer not to get into that. I don't want to, I don't want to diss anyone. I don't want to make anyone look better than they are, so let's just... Don't want to okay. talk about it. Alright, I, I get it. I get it, I guess. Um, we'll move on from that question. So then, uh, how about an easy one? Who makes the best cookies? Well, believe it or not, it's, you're Bob, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, Bob. Uh, really, only the USA leaves cookies and milk. Um, a bunch of other countries leave different things, but, I mean, Ireland has got it right. They leave me an entire pint of Guinness. And you know what? That is my favorite. I, I spend a little extra time there. Oh, so is that the secret? So maybe I'll start leaving a, a plan of Guinness out and you can throw him another present my way. I, I wouldn't be opposed to uh, that. Uh, I don't take bribes. Oh, all right. All right. You're, you're, you're operating on a clean, clean conscious. I get it. I'll continue to leave the cookies, though. <laughs> oh, man. I'm curious to see what Canada is going to start giving you. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they give, like, a Molson. Or yeah, or brownies. Um, so <laughs> since you always work special, at night, special cookies. Yeah, special cookies. Since you always work at night, Santa, uh, do you ever get to see the world during the day? Like I, I've always wondered this because you travel like those twenty billion miles have all been at night. Well, traveling at night got way cooler when Edison invented the light bulb, and boy did I give him some good gifts after that because it made my trips way more exciting. But. Also, it made my job much harder because of industrialization. I mean, Ben Franklin discovering how to harness electricity, that sucked because now the population is so huge. I only had to visit like 1 million houses like 500 years ago, and now it's 75 million. But to answer your question, yes, I usually take a very long vacation in January after all the work has been tidied up, the paperwork's done, and... Right before the vacation, we usually have a huge party in the North Pole on the 27th to celebrate just being done. It's it's quite awesome. Maybe next year I'll invite you guys. 
That sounds exciting. And, you know, as we usually do, you're more than welcome to come hang out with us in Philadelphia if you're ever in the area. <laughs> um, so, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. That's a good enough answer for me. So, Santa, I, I have to ask, you know, as a travel podcast, we love to get uh, people's insight on some of their favorite places to, to go for vacation throughout the world. Where is your favorite vacation uh, destination? Well, I already talked about it before. But uh, Puerto Rico, I like it at night. It's got the bioluminescent bays, and I love it during the day. I just tend to hang out on the beach and uh, drink some eggnog with Mrs. Claus. And which, by the way, eggnog is not just a Christmas beverage. You can drink that all year round. But that's enough for me. I got to get back to work. Uh, It was such a joy talking to both of you. But I am in the middle of doing a delivery drill, so I got to drop off. Yeah, so we just talked to Santa, and we did not have any special cookies from Canada either. That is as real as a conversation as you could possibly have. Yeah, dude. He, well, I mean, he just ended it so abruptly. Like, I, yeah. under, I understand he's busy, but he like didn't even say bye. He just said, "I gotta drop off." I, he might have just jumped down a chimney, though. Probably loses. Oh, service. is that what that sound was? Yeah, it didn't yeah, sound so very good. I did read, um, you know, Wi-Fi doesn't really work that well um, when you're stuck in a chimney, and so. We'll just uh, we'll just chalk it up to that. Yeah, yeah, right. you know, and he doesn't want to wake anybody up in the house once he gets down there. But I mean, I can't. I'm I'm really looking forward to Christmas this year. I hope that he made some time for you know us. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll throw something extra. I really like those stats. Very interesting uh, information on Santa and his his travel methods. It was and how pretty many... eye opening. Like when I, when we were doing this research and doing all those calculations, I was kind of surprised. Like he moves. Yeah, he's a busy guy. It's like 800 miles a second or something. You know, but to put it in perspective, he does only work 31 hours a year. I get, you know, I mean, the elves are doing all the work the remainder of the days. So, I mean, does he he work that hard? I mean, he takes 90% of the credit. He does. He does. And he only works 31 hours. So, I mean, mean, we're giving him a hard time. He'd appreciate the constructive criticism. So, yeah. Yeah. That's well, right. Well, thank you, Santa. And as always, TTB community, if if you can, leave us a review on iTunes. It's super appreciated. It goes a really far away. Santa, Santa might try to leave one for us. Yeah, Santa may. And, and you know, there's probably no other podcast out there that has interviewed Santa this holiday season. And uh, I, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. 